Hey, Hezbos, stop what you're doing right now and subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Street. Bonus episode every week plus other perks. Um, like and subscribe on YouTube and Instagram. Pencils down. Rate and review us. Yep. Enjoy. Charge your, your phone. Life. Charge your phone so you can do all this. Call your mom. Call your mom. And tell her, go to patreon.com slash Street. Subscribe. What? Oh, nothing much. Oh, cool, man. What you? <laughs> I feel like that's where we're, we're at that uh, stage in our podcast relationship where we're just like, what do you want? No, I'm, I'm not like that. Your energy has been I know, I, know, I know exactly what you want. <laughs> Bread. Yep. At all times. <laughs> I have a loaf in my backpack. Do you? Yeah, I was at the store and I said, you know what I need? Were you too ashamed to pull it out when you ate your lunch? No, I mean, it's for later. Oh, it's for later. You think I'm just going to eat a loaf of bread yeah. for lunch? Does I'm that not... sound outlandish to you? <laughs> it's I don't do it because of the shame I'd feel. Right. But yeah, I would love to just bite into a loaf of bread of sourdough. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Dude, you dream. should live in France and just baguette your fucking problems I think away. I'd be, I think I'd be a pretty good Frenchman because like, the rep is kind of like, they're just kind of like. All right. So a couple weeks ago, we came up with this idea where patrons could call in like a question or or demand i think just any anything, anything. yeah anything they, they want hate speech and then we'd talk about it on the um <clears throat> the regular podcast so we got one from our patron i haven't even listened to it yet okay so i'm gonna play it it could be it, yeah like you said it could be hate speech but you know what they pay yeah i remember fucker right in the pussy yeah <laughs> could be that could be that but you know what they paid five dollars or more a week they deserve this they deserve this no matter how bad it gets all right so i'm gonna play it and then we'll, we'll we'll see how it goes all right hey guys phil w here massive hezbo i got a two part question for you what's the worst story you got from the road and part two is why did suits become like the epitome of formal male fashion damn all right those are actually both really good phil w man that that's a gamer right there that's a real one full-on hezbo full-on hezbo two-part question yeah i don't we never really discussed that but i guess and the we'll parts couldn't slide. be any more different they couldn't be more different i oh. forgot the first part worst story on the road road yeah the worst yeah road worst road story and then why are did suits become male formal wear yeah yeah which we obviously know the answer to that's easy i don't know oh no me either i was just thought we were improv oh that's Are we it. not improv yes we do know the answer <laughs> yeah, we do. and it's rather complicated <laughs> and we'll work through it together together <laughs> there it is um i love how you think improv is just saying one word <laughs> at the at same, same time, time. <laughs> Like, yeah, I can do improv. <laughs> um, I don't know why suits became men's formal wear. Because I'm thinking of, like, Revolutionary War times. They used to wear, like, heels. And, like, the stocking pants. And the stocking pants and powdered wigs. Yeah, I think that started in France. I feel like French sure. people just powdered the fuck out of themselves. Out of the, yeah, their And face, then a birthmark. Yep, fake birthmarks. Ruffled shirt. And, and they then they would, toned it down. And they'd put... And blush was, like... to. To like brag about how much how healthy you were, 
Always. Did it mean health? I think so. Because you were like, you had red in your, you weren't pale. You had, you know, you were. Color. Color in your face. Yeah. Bizarre. But the question was suits. Yeah, no, but I mean, we were getting there. We're getting there. Yeah, yeah. I think the weirdest part is the tie, the neckties. Where does that come from? Yeah, because you think it's just so much work to have just like a piece of thing. You know, like it's not just any old knot. You got to like. Right. Make it a fancy knot. You got two choices. You could do the Windsor knot or you can do the other one. I think I'm the other one. Yeah, I I have to assume I can't pull something as classy as a Windsor off. Yeah. You can do bow. That's also an option. But you're tying a bow tie? Well, Fuck you. <laughs> okay, so I, I assume this started around the Wild West. Around the 1800s. Well, I mean, revolutionary times, they were wearing suits, right? Yeah, but that doesn't count. Oh, so we're talking like the way they look now. I'm talking like old re remastered video footage. Like okay. those people are wearing suits. You watch like, You're talking like Joe uh, DiMaggio at a fucking Yankees game. Right. Everyone in the stands is wearing suits. Mm-hmm. And you've noticed over time they've gotten uh, shorter and tighter. Yeah. You know, you look at like um, they were baggy like and the, like the suits they wear in Entourage. You know, yeah. they started getting tight. Yeah. And then and right up to the right up to the belt line. Revealing. Whereas you look at like the 40s, it's like those things almost go to the knees. It was like a poncho. It was like a fucking, uh, it was like a, a coverall. Yep. Um, actually, Norm MacDonald, RIP, told me. He said he used to, what? Lo- he used to love wearing suits. Norm died? He's dead. That, at least that's what the mainstream media keeps telling us. Mm-hmm. He would like, love to wear suits. Love to wear suits because they were just like baggy back in the 90s. Mm, yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. like, you, you could be like kind of just filthy. But you had like a suit on and it was like a respectable. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I don't, you know, that's a good question. Also, I think what bothers me more is like, I could understand why the suits became the epitome of men's fashion, right? You got to have a jacket. You're going out. Climates are fucking wild out there. A good suit. You look good. You look good. But uh, maybe we've just been trained that way. But like, you feel good. If you have like a tailored suit. Yeah. You mean business. You mean business. You know? Mm Mm-hmm. Whereas I wonder if, uh. I wonder how a, a woman feels like in a in a gown, like a formal gown. Like back in like the 20s? No, like now. Like at the Oscars, you know, like a... Yeah. Is that, do you feel... Uh, Pretty? Or like, I guess, what is their comfort level? Is yeah. it like, yeah, okay, I look, I look hot right now. I know that. I got my hair done. I got my makeup done. I have this like tailored, f- famous designer dress on. Yeah. But do they feel comfortable? Hmm. Whereas in a suit, you feel you feel pretty good. You well, in a suit, you can feel good looking, but maybe not comfortable. I'm not, I don't feel comfortable in a suit. In a tailored one, you do. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had a tailored suit. Not even for your wedding. Nope. You do tux or suit? Just bought a suit at Zara. Oh no. Yeah. So that's not that. So it's still the only suit I own. Well, that marriage doesn't count then. I've You're worn still it, single. I've worn it to every wedding. And it is Wait, you've falling never, apart. You've never been in a wedding? You've never been a groomsman? Yeah, but that's like men's warehouse shit. Like they, they don't really tailor it. Right. They're like stock measurements kind of. Yeah. Fair. Um, I mean, that's really all I've done. Yeah. I, I want to I look. I know we're not allowed to like look up where the thing came from, but I want to get to the bottom of the actual origin of a suit. I mean, it's got to be like. On some level, it came from like China or something like in ancient times. 
Don't give this one to China. Well, I'm just saying, like, when you, what do you consider? Haven't they taken enough? No. Oh. Take more. China. Take <laughs> Dude, our you pod's going to skyrocket <laughs> next month. Yeah, I thought I thought we could find a way to make this funny, but well, what we bothers me? Failed. It's well, it's too fascinating to be funny. What it bothers is. me is the tie. The tie is is the is weird. the problem. Why? But is then you there? got cufflinks, which I guess is jewelry. Yeah, cufflinks make more sense to me than a tie. Yeah, because at least it like tightens the 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 wrist. You know, you're keeping yeah. some cool air out, maybe. Yeah. You know what's interesting is like I I do like to watch these old like remastered vi- videos of like nineteen. 19- 01 France, you know, and it's just like a camera someone set up on the sidewalk, like watching everyone walk by. Mm -hmm. And it looks like 4K now. Right. You know, and I just see everyone in a suit. A lot of people walking Mm -hmm. shit to do. What do they all do? Yeah, I mean, like you, you would you would be like a pharmacist clerk wearing a suit. Yeah, exactly. Right. You don't know. You're going to the ball game with your buds in a suit, in a suit. You're in a gang. Oh yeah, and a gang you have to have a nice suit. Suit, and yeah. A hat. And a hat. A peaky blinder. With razors under the fucking thing. Under the thing so you can razor people. So you can swing your hat at people's faces. Mm-hmm. That was very But you important. can't look like a slob. You no. got to wear a suit. You got to wear a suit. Yeah. Um why it's the epitome? I think it's because you also had to go to church like every morning. Yeah. And you got to wear a suit to church. But you know, you're out. what's weird is what like, you do, go home, put your trainers on. We came from England, right? You're mm-hmm. talking about revolution. Right. You know, and then we, we kind of wore suits. England, you look at like government, they all wear the robe. Right. No one really wore the suit. I mean, they had the suit on underneath. Yeah. So we have these like established figures over here, right? right? So robe was more formal Official. than a suit. Yeah. Whereas now you can't wear a robe. No. Well, also if you wear a robe, it's like, who the fuck is that? If you if we go out and you're wearing a robe, you're a crazy person. You're either a crazy person or you're wildly successful. It could be a fashion. There's n- I've never seen that kimono. I've never seen someone out in a robe. Maybe like in their house, you know, a nice robe. Yeah. Walking yeah. out to get the paper—that's a power move. That is leather, a power move. Leather slippers, 10 a.m. in the robe. Yeah. You know. Yeah. A nod to the mailman. Yeah. You okay? Here's what I think. I think you could make a suit back in the day. Um, easier, like tailors could probably make suit stuff, button up shirts uh-huh. that fit a kid that fit all shapes and sizes better than like right. an undershirt. Yeah. I bet wearing an undershirt back in the day was probably the equivalent of wearing a robe out now. Right. Where it it's like rude. What's yeah. Yeah. Excuse me, sir. Mm-hmm. It's crazy to think like. Like I think of like Ireland during the potato famine, they were wearing suits. Right. Couldn't afford food. Couldn't find food. But they had their suit. Yeah. Because God forbid they show up. Right. Without looking well, good. if there's going to be potatoes handed out that day, you got to give it to a guy in a suit. You're not giving it to t-shirt guy. T-shirt guy's not getting any potatoes. Practically a fucking anti-vaxer, dude. It's like you're Worse. asking for this. <laughs> All right, suits a tricky one. I don't know off the top of my head a good uh, shitty road story. I'm not um, convinced suits weren't around like in the Roman times. Suits? Yeah. Just like a Roman We're tie? not considering toga the beginning of suits? So everyone's wearing a toga and then one guy's just like... <laughs> I, I went a little crazy. I grabbed two sheets. <laughs> I'm doing one under. I didn't breathe do it that much. Cut a hole through it? Yeah. <laughs> I stepped into the toga. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? 
It's working. I hang it right at my front door. Walk out. <laughs> you don't have any bad road stories? I think it's just all kind of this like even keel bad. I don't, yeah, I don't have one that stands out. Um, if you maybe say some, it could help me think of. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like one that hurt a lot. Have you ever almost fought someone or had someone want to fight you? Yeah. What was that story? Guy punched me, but it wasn't on the road. Where was it? Out of Mike in San Francisco. What did you say? She's like, I, not, nothing really. He was just blacked out drunk and thought I was making fun of him or something. And then a sucker punched me in the neck when I wasn't looking. I think he tried to hit my jaw, but he was so drunk. He fucking just all his might into my f- calmly relaxed neck. It probably looked like one of those crash test dummy hits. It's so funny how like uh, you can you can make a story like a, a story about nothing last a while. And then this story that like we're like, okay, you got I, punched yeah, in the neck and me. you're like, it's not that good. And I'm like, I guarantee you. I think I've told it on the pod before. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a, a comedy competition in Fresno. My brother saw it on Craigslist and I had done like a few open mics at the time. He's right. like, Hey, I signed you up for this competition. I'm like, okay, we're going to Fresno. So I drove down once, uh, did like a night and I advanced. I'm like, Oh, mm-hmm. this was fun. So I came back down, uh, with my brother and it was like this different like bar restaurant. And there were like some like cholo dudes, like talking loudly in the back. And it was like my turn to go up and my brother and them were like, can you guys keep it down? Like I'm trying to watch the show. And they like wanted to fight your brother and me. Cause we look so much alike. They were like, Oh, this is fucking, this is the guy, huh? That's what we're being fucking quiet for. I'll kill Damn. you. Did you win the competition? No, I actually came in uh third or fourth in the finals. It was five of us, I think. And, uh, the, um, there's this like woman that we met that at, at the hotel, she was like friends with the guy running it. And she was kind of like, you better be funny, you know? And I'm like, okay, I, I will be, you know, don't worry. I don't fucking know. And then uh, I do my set. It was like an amphitheater. It was like outdoors. Right. Didn't do very well. I, I only had like enough. Wait, you were at Fresno at an outdoor amphitheater? Yeah. How like, many people showed up? Not a ton. There, I mean, How there were maybe was like, this amphitheater? Not huge. Okay. Um, so there may be like 80 people. Right. Um, and after I did the same set pretty much every time because that was all the material I had. Well, how many shows did you do? I think like four or five rounds. Oh, damn. How many days? Like I would go, go home and come back. Uh, and then in the finals, I did my, my bit. I, the winner was Sam Comro who's on like America's Got Talent. Mm -hmm. He's a fucking comedy competition. Yeah. Fucking Babe Ruth. Like, he well, just shows up. It's like a barnstorming fucking... not exactly fair, but okay. He is. No, he's very funny. Oh, but his, like, twitching thing? Yeah. His, uh, whatever, his Parkinson's or... Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I totally... It's a, it's a gimmick, but it's mm-hmm. his life. I mean, dude, if mm-hmm. you can joke about it, fucking... So I, you know, I didn't do well. Somehow didn't get last, which was sad because I think the only guy who did worse than me was the only guy from there. So they were like booing the fact that I was fourth and their like hometown guy was right. fifth. Yeah. And then after the show, that lady came up to me and she goes, she goes, uh, I go, well, you didn't think I was funny, <laughs> you know, because she saw me in the right. morning at the hotel and she goes, no. <laughs> 
<laughs> like looking at me like I owed her an apology. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. That's a rough. That's a rough road. Game. Yeah, yeah. Fresno's the fifth time with the same set. Yeah, it's tough. I'm trying. I'm going over some bad ones, but like, <clears throat> I don't know. Like ones that are. I mean, there were some that I just bombed at. Yeah, but they didn't. They weren't that bad. Right. You know, there wasn't anything. And then there's stories like where you're performing in like Southern Oregon for anti-vaxxers and yeah. you talk to them. Yeah. Like, I remember I went with like Emily and Tony. We were up uh, at a show in Cave Junction. Yeah. Which just the name alone. It's like, is this is going to suck. <laughs> yeah. And then um, <clears throat> I talked to someone in the crowd that was uh, like a Lutheran pastor woman. Uh-huh. And then after the show, I'm talking to the producer of the show. Not the booker, but like the guy who was running the Cape Junction one. Got it. was it. like a run. And he he made some comment about how like that shouldn't be allowed, you know, female pastors. Hmm. <laughs> and uh, like in front of his wife. And we're like, okay. And he went from being like seemingly nice guy to like that was the first like uh-oh. Yeah. Red flag. And then slowly it was just like talking to his wife rudely. And then uh, we homeschool our kids because we won't vaccinate them. Oh, man. And it was just like all these lists of things. And we're all just like, Damn. you know, we're not in a city. Yeah. So it's like you can't just be like, fuck, you're an idiot. Yeah. You right. look around and you're in Cave Junction. Yeah. Like this you is where leave we're this venue, reside. which is like the side room of a pizza place right then it's just pure darkness everyone there is the town so you're just like uh you're not agree you know we weren't agreeing with him yeah that's weird yeah weird that is weird but also this is your backwards town bye yeah yeah okay i got i got a couple funny uh funny shitty road things that happen um and i'll name this comic uh dj sandu oh uh i went up to sacramento to perform and i usually stay with this comedian mike sella who would have a house Mm -hmm. and sometimes he'd just be like staying with his girlfriend so i was like yeah have the house to yourself i think my roommates are there sometimes but he moved out so i'm like gosh and and he's like my new place is not big like it's gonna be a tough squeeze i was like don't worry about it i called steve furious who's a sack started in sack and i said who's a good person to stay with in sacramento Mm -hmm. um and he said dj sandu easy go go stay with him so I go to DJ's house. He's like, of course, man. Like, you know, come through. Really nice of him to do that. He has this three-story house. All his roommates had moved out. He was only living there for like basically another month right. or like a few weeks. And then he was going to move out. He's like, I'm actually going to be at my girlfriend's tonight. Um, but like, yeah, dude, have the whole downstairs was like an in-law. It was like a basement oh, with a game room, you know, like kitchen next to it. It was like my own apartment. Yeah air mattress in the middle and a big couch. I'm like, this is perfect. This is everything I need, you know? So I stay there the first night I go do the show. He comes, I'm like, come hang out at the show. You know, he's like, all right, I'll, I'll meet you there. So we go after the show, we go to dinner drinks. I meet his girlfriend. She's super nice. And then, uh, we're leaving and he's like, dude, just come stay with us. And I'm like, nah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go back to the house. Like, you guys want me staying with you. And she was like, I don't want him staying with me. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, do you guys have a house or something? And he's like, no, nah, it's an apartment, but it's like cool. 
I'm like, no, 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 I'm going to, I'm going to go. And you know me, I'm like, you can convince me to kill a man if you push hard enough. You're like, dude, just, just push this knife into his heart. And I'm like, yeah, I really shouldn't. So like we're, we're, I'm getting drunk. I'm getting loose. He's like, dude, let's walk. All right. We're walking out. Come on, come on. And like, we're walking, we're walking and we're walking to his girlfriend's apartment. And I'm as, as much of a pushover as I am, we're like four blocks in the, Right. direction away from his house and i'm like no he's like what i'm like i don't i no, i'm not i don't want to stay there tonight <laughs> and he's like why i'm like i just i want to get some sleep he's like we're all going to sleep and i'm like no man i don't yeah. i'm like why like <laughs> yeah why but i'm like I'll, I'll meet up with you guys tomorrow so i like go home have this five bedroom three-story house right. to myself go to bed he's like let's meet up for like breakfast or something and so uh, we meet up for like breakfast or lunch and then he's like, come, come, uh, come stay with us like today, like tonight. And I'm like, all right. You know, yeah. like I don't want to be mean to the guy who's giving me a place to stay, right. but I'm like, is there something wrong with the house? Like, yeah. And so I go to stay with the, I go into the house uh-huh. and she's like, the girlfriend's like, I'm really not like ready to have anyone over, you yeah. know? And he's like, it's going to be fine. And she's like looking at me like, yeah. no, you know? So then I go there and he has a pig. He's a full grown pig. A full-grown pig? Full-grown pig. In an apartment? In a studio apartment. It's a studio apartment. <laughs> and she's like a seamstress or some shit. Okay. So she's got like textiles and like fabrics. I and mean, that's a fun couple. Things all over the place. Yeah. Um, and then just like a tiny couch, right. TV, and behind the couch, a bed. I'm fucking exhausted because I don't know, like we drank all night and I wake yeah. up. I'm like, I'm going to go take a nap before the show. Yeah. And he's like, just let's go nap at the apartment. And I'm like, you guys going to nap? They're like, we want to nap. And I'm like, all right, let's all go nap. (laughs) I would have left. I'd be like, I'm getting a hotel, man. This is weird. I go. Yeah, Of course I give in on day two of him pushing. I'm like, sure. So I go there and I like sleep on the couch. Like they put on a movie or TV and they like lay down on the bed. And she's like, kind of like, I wasn't ready for, you know, this and that. In a studio. With a pig. With a pig. And then full grown pig. Yep. And uh, then uh, I'm like, dude, I don't think like I should be here. You know, like she has shit all over the place. She's like working on her fabrics. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, can we clear this out so I can nap right here when there's a house? <laughs> Five and, different bedrooms. And then he finally admits to me. He goes, yeah, I just really wanted her to like clean up a little bit. Ugh. I'm like, dude. You're the worst. I'll, I'm going to my house. <laughs> <laughs> what a piece of shit. That's now, funny. That though. was a rough one. That is a rough one. And then uh, I went to Reno for the first time. Frankie Quinones got me the gig. Very grateful mm-hmm. to Frankie. He called me. He's like, hey, man, I can't make it up to Reno for this spot at Reno Underground. And this guy who runs it, Wayne, is like right. a legend yeah. as like that booker guy. Right. And uh, he goes, I told Wayne, like, you're great. Like, if you're free and you want to do it. And I'm like, I don't have any other. Like, I didn't go to other clubs. Yeah. You know, I went to Punchline. That was it. So I'm like, dude, a road gig. Yeah. You know, right. like, let's do it. And uh, he goes, uh, the headliner, like, can't make it early. So he wants you to go do all the press spots, like radio interviews. I did like four radio interviews <laughs> and a news TV interview. And I'm like, cool. He's like, I told him you've been on like TBS and this and that. And I'm like, well, it was like the TBS rooftop comedy college competition. I wasn't. He's like, dude, just fucking 
No one cares. Just yeah. fucking say you're on TBS. I'm like, okay. So I go up, I drive up there and, and he's got an apartment for me. Right. And he's like, he's kind of a weird guy. Like you're going to find out, you know? So the morning I text him or call him like, Hey man, he's like, yeah, I got you all set up here. Uh, heading up tomorrow morning. I'm like, yep, I'll, I'll be up there in like the afternoon. He's like, perfect. Um, he's like, I got your apartment as I'm getting ready to leave. He goes, Hey, do you have bedding? And I go like sheets what? and stuff and like pillowcases. He's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. He's like, cause I didn't have anyone come by the apartment and do laundry. So just like bring your own. I'm like, okay. So I'm like grabbing a laundry bin of like sheets <laughs> <laughs> and I'm driving to Reno. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, this is cool. I'm staying in my first like comedy apartment. Mm-hmm. I've never, yeah, I've heard about this in the eighties. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old comics would hit me up in San Francisco be like, where's the comedy apartment? I'm like, dude, there is one house in town that comedians live at that I would recommend staying as far away from as yeah. possible. So I drive up to Reno with my fucking sheets and shit. Yeah. And I get to this apartment, Wayne, it's Wayne's apartment in Reno. Uh, like short. So he's also living there. He lives there, but he wasn't staying there. Got at it. least the first night. Uh, I get there and there is a massive, it's filthy. There are mice running around. Mm-hmm. There uh, is... Uh, a packet of mouse traps that he opened and threw the traps on the couch without making right. them the old school one. Mm-hmm. And I like had cheese sticks I brought. I'm like, should I set these traps? I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm going to eat my cheese. Yeah. <laughs> and I look in the, I'm like, look at us living. And there's a one TV with old VHSs of like, Hell yeah. fucking like punchline, you know, like old, like right, old movies, movies and shit. And I'm like, look at this. This is cool. So I go to my my bedroom. It's filthy. I'm like, this is rad. You know, there are sheets on there that yeah. I'm assuming I'm taking these sheets off. The mattress is covered in plastic. And the plastic is slit diagonally. Okay. So it's not covering anything. Right. But he doesn't want it off. So I'm rolling around on my sheet on a crinkly, like, <laughs> plastic bag. In the middle of the living room, in the middle of the living room is a hairy dog bed that's the size of the floor. Okay. For like what I assume is a mastiff. Right. Covered but in it's hair. it's not even there. Covered in hair. It's, it's been dead for months. <laughs> Can't get rid of the bed. <laughs> so I sit down on like the corner of the couch and like pop in one VHS. Yeah. I'm like, look at me, comedian. And then I go do all the interviews. They fucking suck and are weird. And he's like, he'll randomly like blow up at you. Because he's like trying to groom you to be like a... a proper comic but like Ugh. everyone's got kind of like on edge yeah so i i you have to do he's like so our hosts are kind of features two slash mcs they do three sets of five to seven uh they gotta do intermissions and shit so i'm like okay sure you know so i i do it and i think one of the sets i go over by a minute or two and he goes uh hey zach come over here which you have been known to do i do i do run the light a little yeah. bit he goes, Zach, come over here. And I go, yeah. He goes, I go, is it the light? And he goes, what the fuck is going on, man? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> and then the, I, lo- I honestly love that this happened to you. The, the headline. I've had this thought of yours many times. So I'm like, dude, just get, come on. Stop it, Zach. Stop You're doing over. this. Yeah, why? Every time. <laughs> so... So the headliners are also like, he goes, this is a clean show. No, oh, did you know that? Uh, no, but it's, it's not. 
It's not. Right. He just goes like, I have business people here. But like someone like before the show starts, like suck my dick, bitch. <laughs> and the whole room erupted. It was like someone in the audience. It's right. fucking Reno. People yeah, are drunk right, right, and gambling. Right. It's like a basement show, right? It's like a basement show. Yeah. So he gets like mad at the headliner for saying like the F word. <laughs> and the headliner's like, dude, I'm. he had been there a bunch. Him and the future were like, dude, I, I'm. they told me all these crazy stories. Like, have you had to fill up his car with gas yet? <laughs> and, and I go no. He goes, yeah. He, he had us one time. I came up. He had us help him move. <laughs> and then he would. He called me twice, saying, "Hey, I need you to bring a fucking uh, can of gas to my truck. We're on the uh, interstate uh, here, here." And he's like, and he'll bring it over. And he's like, "Dude, why are you out? Like, get gas, you know?" Because he's like, like penny pinching. Right. So he's like, "Get gas," and he goes. Uh, <laughs> It's the fucking um, the the uh, the starter. It's not turning over, and he's like, "Get gas in your car. Stop it." <laughs> and it was like so shitty, but also fun. You totally, yeah, yeah. Well, I remember. You been to the Savage, the Eureka Club yet, Savage Henry? No, Club? you know they won't get back to me. Uh. I did a, I headlined and then, so you bring your own opener. So I brought Caleb and Tony. And so like hotels in Eureka are expensive. Yeah. Because it's like, there's not a lot. And so we were kind of like, ah, you know, like you have any hotel deal or what do people do? Yeah. It's like some people just sleep in the club if you want to just sleep in the club and then drive back the next day. Mm -hmm. So like, all right, you know, we'll bring sleeping bags or whatever. But we get there and it's like upstairs of the club is like kind of like an apartment like a like an like a big loft and there's kind of like the office for the club and then like some couches there's okay there's some couches and stuff but like there's people living there already like comics that are like homeless oh my god you know like and they're like oh you guys are yeah we'll we'll figure something out and we're like no like dude yeah you live here you need a place to live yeah to yeah so we ended up just not oh they were like we'll figure something out and like we can squeeze you in no they're like we'll go to hit a friends and Uh, you can have the and we're like looking at it we're like even if that even if you left yeah you know like caleb's like a tech guy he's like this is beneath me yeah Yeah. (laughs) we're not doing this yeah yeah so there's dude it's weird yeah that is fun sleeping at the club so you know how we normally do, like, uh, or we used to, you would pitch me women. Yeah. But I want to, I want to, I want to pitch a woman that I want. Okay. You know, I want her to be Scottish. Okay. And I also want her to, can you do Scottish? I, th- I think. <laughs> can you, can you, can you role play? It's the Scottish woman I want to follow. Yeah, I'll be this woman. Uh, whatever to get your rocks off. Yeah. Thanks, man. It just turns into a weird. I feel like you could play. just go to a kink place where they like you pick it and then you're like, yeah, I want a pirate voice um, with like a weird foot and um, very staunch opinions about communism. Yes. And then it's just this hooker that's like, Am I doing it right? How can you get ahead in this world if you're all getting an equal cut? And then you, I picture you going, I don't think I'm into it. (laughs) I thought I would. New one. New one. And great job. Yeah, yeah. Good job. job. And let's try and incorporate that weird foot because I don't, I think you can change the voice and the outlook on capitalism versus communism. 
What do you want in a woman? Do you, it has to come from a genuine place mm-hmm. for it to be funny. Okay, I want like a Scottish librarian. Okay. That keep it down. <laughs> You're too loud. All right, we're checking the box. And we're at an old. Is it we're an old library? We're at an old library. Yeah, it's old as fuck. Computers are down, <laughs> but I've got a card catalog. If you could tell me the first letter of the author's last name. J. J. Yeah. Fiction or non-fiction? Fiction. Are you sure? No. Because <laughs> because sometimes the deepest truths are buried in fiction. Right. You know, I don't... I and don't, that's how I've organized this library. <laughs> I guess I don't actually know what I'm looking for. I was kind of hoping you could like guide me okay. to what okay. what I'm searching for. Okay. Yeah. Do you read? I do. I am. I do read. Okay. And you care for fiction? I enjoy a fiction. Okay. With no um, uh, misgivings about any sort of nonfiction. Are you asking if I also like nonfiction? Uh, no, I'm asking if like, like historical uh, fiction, a little bit, like, a little taste of nonfiction. But in a fictional sense. Yes. Yeah, sign me up. Or perhaps a story like, um, you know, like something like a Truman Capote. Uh Uh-huh. A book by him that's kind of like, wait, did that happen though? (laughs) Right. I'm like a conspiracy theorist. Oh, what conspiracies are you into? Well, there's this one fiction we're working on (laughs) about 9-11 not being an inside job. And that's a conspiracy theory. You think that 9-11 was not an inside job. I believe it was, but they've been sending these history books, history books. Oh, you think 9-11 was an inside know job? Know it. You know it? Yes. And what's, what, like... What, what tells me? Yeah. Like My what, brain. No, but what are the two big pieces of... I guess the two evidence. big pieces are the puppets and the puppeteers in this world. Right, I would say that's not necessarily like evidence. That's yeah. just kind of like... Because you keep it down. Because yeah, you're getting riled up. <laughs> well, there's no one else here. They are. The they are. They're here. <laughs> I don't. Is that a conspiracy? It I is. don't see anyone it's here. A, okay, it's a small library. I could. Yeah, I could see the. I can see. But it's cavernous. Okay. So have you gone to the kids section yet? No, I. I don't go to the kids section typically. Uh, the books there are easier. I highly recommend it for oh, starters. No. No, I'm not a starter. I like regular size, normal sized books. So what brings you into my library today? You visit in Scotland and you come to not a not a bookstore. No. You came for the free books. Yeah. Do you have your residence? Well, I like I like the idea of um you know, libraries are kind of the only place you can go anymore where you're not expected to pay. That's nice. And I just like I just like the the casualness of that. All right. And I'm feeling like a chemistry or maybe a potential suitor out of you. Is it because of my dashing good looks it's as a lass? Of your, yes. When I look at you're the lass, the type of lass that when I look at, I think, yep, you, sign me up. You came, to, you came from America to Scotland to find a dashing lass. Oh, you can tell I'm American. Yeah. Is l- it the accent? It's your accent. It's mm. bloody hideous. Oh, it's not good? You don't like it? It's it's It's... It reminds me uh-huh. of the quitters that hopped on the Mayflower instead of figuring it out here on this island. <laughs> Do we share an island? 
do you think? I hate the geography yeah. section. I hate it. You hate geography. It's all maps. Yeah. Um, but wouldn't you? And consider- little room for interpretation. <laughs> Not a lot of. Consistency I leave with nothing maps. to the imagination. <laughs> all right, but um. Wouldn't you say like those quitters, as yeah. you said, they did pretty well for themselves. Like the America's pro- doing pretty the good. The Protestants. They were doing pretty good over there. They made their own country. You're in know? debt, mate. I mean, we're, I would say we're in debt, but also you think of all the good we've done. They say you're going to go broke by January 18th, 2022. Yeah, but we'll figure that out. We always do. Figure I wouldn't out. worry about that. You know who said that? Huh. Uh, some people I know called the Irish... <laughs> During the Great Potato Famine. Yeah, but I mean, let's. I mean, you can't compare us to the Irish. That's your, not fair. Your country's a bunch of lazy slobs. They're wandering the well, streets look, you, looking for do, Pokemon. I mean, that's the pot calling the kettle black. I've been here for a week, and you've seen and people you hard do, working. Hard working. Everyone walks so slow. One guy just he just hangs out with one. She- He's a shepherd with one sheep. Yeah, but How look at his sweaters. His shepherd's putting that sheep is putting in work. <laughs> it's growing. Yeah, but I don't. What is your? What do you? What? Uh, Pete, P E A T. Right. Bog. <laughs> what is a bog? It's like <laughs> a moss of some sort. And we hunt. And you sell that to other countries? The like moss. That's a, that's a. That's a. We distill it. You distill the bog in the glen. I know the Pete. <laughs> Are you talking about Boggs Glen? Glen Livet. Glen Livet Scotch. Scotch. Yeah, I understand that Scotch is an export of yours, but what else? Scotland. Yeah. Uh, Scottish wool. Okay, wool and Scotch. Yeah. Okay. Um, Pete. That's part of Scotch. No, 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 no. My brother Pete. (laughs) (laughs) I'd love to meet Pete. We send him all over. He's busy. He's, He's got a full slate. Okay. Yeah. Travels the world, Pete. There he is on the wall. <laughs> oh, it's a picture. I was worried because yeah. you have a lot of taxidermy things in this library, which is odd for a library. Oh, it was such a hunting town. A hunting town. Yeah. We don't, you know, we don't go to uh, a, a food for less <laughs> for our dinner. Oh, you're familiar. You've with got food to for go less. into the hills. Oh, what do you you hunt? We hunt. What do you specifically hunt? What Just, do you have for dinner tonight? Uh, there's all kinds of things. Okay. Game hen. Okay. Not game hen. I mean, <laughs> regular game hen. hen. That's not really. I mean, how hard is that to hunt? You know, there's uh, tiny um, little flightless birds. Um, uh, like a a deer. We have like our own type of deer. What's it called? It's called like um. I want to say caribou. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I really yeah, want to. You know those famous Scottish caribou. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I'm not gonna. <laughs> Because I think it's called um, Roebuck. Oh, okay. Like Sears Roebuck. Nothing like Sears Roebuck. Oh, okay. It's like Buck. Okay. But it's it's called Roe. So are we going to go out or what's the vibe? You want to go doing? out with yeah. me? <laughs> are we doing Are this? you picking up on this chemistry? Yeah. I feel like I we've mean, got like a fiery thing. It's pretty, you know? it's pretty fiery. We can fight about mm-hmm. who built the pyramids. Well, that was certainly the lizards. It was Scottish g- gamesmen. Scottish gamesmen went down to Egypt, built the pyramids. They, they were done with um, Stonehenge, which is not here. Nope, that'd be in England, right? But, but. they kept walking mm-hmm. 
onto a raft. Right. Which took them. You know, I'm going to actually correct you about the pyramid. And I Egypt. think you're going to like this. To I think Egypt. you're going to like this because you're big into conspiracy. Yeah. As you want. The pyramids were actually, actually built by the Jews. The Jews. Yeah. It, one, they've taken that from us too. It's the one time that they actually did build it. Yeah, a lot of Jewish slaves, I think. No, it was uh, Germanic Celtic cults, I believe. Nope. It, no, it's case, commonly accepted. It was actually the Jews. It's peer reviewed. Excuse me. <clears throat> it's Pete reviewed. Oh, Pete, your brother, Pete reviewed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfect. That's my bad. Yeah, Everything in this library is Pete reviewed. God bless him. Wish he was still here with us. But he's traveling. He's traveling in the big <laughs> oh, he's ship in the sky. He's dead. It's on a plane, mate. Oh, God. He's big ship airplane. in the sky. Got it. Airbus. Airbus, yeah. <laughs> Got it. He's doing a Euro tour. Oh, the Pete tour 2021. Pete tour Fall. 2021 in the big European sky. You know what? I think I am going to take off. <laughs> 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 all right, well, you've got me in form here all the time. I actually live in the office. I've got a few people sleeping on the couch. <laughs> oh, but if you need a place to stay, <laughs> we can figure something out. <laughs> I love the uh, that Scotswoman, uh, uh, um, what's the word? Uh, hospitality. Yeah, we're known for it. Yeah. It's known for, there's only, th- look, you, you come here for Scotland for three things. Okay, Pete. Pete and Bog. No, mate. Pete, Pete and Bog. Did I get it? <laughs> it's Pete, Pete, and Bog Bog. Oh, it's Double Bog. Bog double Bog, Pete. the wolf boy that lives in the mountains. He's like our Chupacabra. You've never heard of Bog Bog? I've heard of Bog Bog, but that's obviously not true. You might as well be talking about the Loch Ness Monster. Me, mm-hmm. me, are you writing fiction? Because well, Bog Bog not being true is the <laughs> biggest crock of shit I've ever laid eyes on. I'm no longer interested in you. Find me a free thinker. <laughs>